Welcome back, Mountaineers. I'm Sydney Wentz with a new episode of the DA Digest, the podcast where you hear the inside scoop on the DA's top stories from the writers themselves. This week, our guests are sports editor Charles Montgomery and assistant sports editor Nick Kramer, who are heading this weekend's special releases all about WVU's football season opener. Charles and Nick, thank you guys for sitting down with me. So this coming weekend is WVU season opener at Maryland, and with that, you guys are going to be releasing a WVU football issue covering all things WVU football. So Charles, I want to start with you. You wrote a story on the biggest question marks of the WVU season going in, and I just want to cover a couple of those points with you. So we're going to start with, do you think Jarrett Dagey has learned from his mistakes of last season and is ready to step up to lead the Mountaineers? I think he's more than ready to lead the team because he's already done it for a season and a half almost. And I think it's just overcoming what he did in the Liberty Bowl and being benched at halftime for Austin Kendall. And they're more than confident with him. Nick and I were both at Neil Brown's press conference yesterday on Tuesday. And everybody's confident in him. They're ready to go. They believe in him being the quarterback. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, you know, you heard from Parker, the offensive coordinator. You heard from Reagan, the quarterback's coach. They're all pleased, uh, well, more than pleased with what Diggy has done this offseason in terms of, you know, getting a plan together and, and executing that plan to make himself a better quarterback going into this year. And the offense still goes through Letty Brown with the rushing attack, but it's Jarrett Diggy is the quarterback you need to lead the team. He was consistent last year. He needs to be able to make bigger plays now instead of just being consistent because last year he didn't really hurt the team with turnovers or a lot of mistakes, but he didn't make big enough plays in games against Texas Tech or Texas where we needed a big play to break the game open. Yeah, and um, Daigie seems to be... He, he mentioned that one thing he worked on in particular this offseason was his deep throwing ability, and that was one of his biggest weaknesses. In the, if not in the, past the only weakness yeah. he really had. I mean, it seemed like last year and the year before, any deep ball that he threw was a jump ball, which, you know, it's not bad because it's not going to be a pick the majority of the time, but you'd rather have an accurate deep ball that's, you know, hitting a guy in stride and you're scoring a touchdown. The receivers that this team has... They're good enough that if you get them the ball in front of them, they're going to score. Yeah, they all have great speed. They're all very capable. And plus, Jared Diggy has a brand new beard, so he can't be the quarterback with a beard. <laughs> yeah, that was a big statement from big uh, Reagan. Big fashion statement, yeah. Yeah, really big. Reagan wanted to really emphasize, hey, Diggy's got a uh, new beard. Yeah. Don't know why. Guess it adds a little oomph to his arm. I don't know. See, okay. Better the beard. Better the throw. That's uh, that's the saying. That's the saying. That's around why Ryan Fitzpatrick has been around in the NFL. That's for true. So long. Thank you. Yeah, let's not get too off topic. Oh, okay. That's that's our long answer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you guys mentioned a lot of big names in that Jared Daigie and Letty Brown, but I want to switch gears a little bit to the other big point that made major sports news last year was that WVU's defensive line was one of the best defenses in the country. So how do you guys think that this year's defensive line will compare to last year's? And who who was one of the best in the country at one point? Do you think they can compare? Yeah, I, I think they absolutely can compare. Um, they lose Darius Stills. That's huge. I think Dante steps up. Um, Akeem Mesidor, he was the best one on the he's, D-line last he's year. He's arguably the best. And you know, he's going into his sophomore year, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, he, he's getting better each year. He's going to lead. From, from what we've seen so far in camp, I think he's going to be a, a stud for this West Virginia I think he already is line. a stud for the team. I think he's already a possible leader for the team. If it wasn't for Dante Stills being there, 
Akeem mm-hmm. Mesidor would be leading the defensive line. And they have a great edge rusher in Vandarius Cowan, mm-hmm. and so he's a, still a very consistent edge rusher. But Dante Stills, yeah, and I think we've all been surprised, at least Nick and I have been, with the preseason awards that Dante has gotten, uh, preseason All-American award, preseason Big 12 award, stuff like that. And so I don't think we saw too deeply into Dante Stills, but he is arguably one of the best defensive linemen in the country, one of the best in the Big 12, hands yeah. down. And he adds to the to the defensive line that West Virginia has had, and they still have some great players even without Darius Stills. And so, yeah, I think they can easily compete to be the best in the country and definitely the best in the Big 12. Yeah, they, they also have a new uh, defensive line coach that could be something to look into. Which is um, who? Andrew Jackson, not the president. Oh, <laughs> good one. He's on the $20 bill. But, you know, uh, I, I think the addition of Andrew Jackson, and I, I'm sure Leslie will still help out a little, Jordan Leslie, that is. Uh, it, it should be an interesting uh, dynamic with that defensive line room. That was the next question I was moving into, is what do you think defensive coordinator Jordan Leslie is going to do, either the same or different from last year to keep WVU defense an award-winning one? I think he's a great defensive coordinator. He did a great job when he was in the co-role with Jamila Dye. I think Nick and I both agreed we would have rather seen a Dye get the promotion to be the full defensive coordinator just for what he was doing recruiting-wise. His name was tabbed to a lot of defensive recruitments. But no, we have a. I think Jordan Leslie's a great defensive coordinator. He brings a lot of intensity. We've been to practices. He's very intense on the sideline and on the field with his players. And he knows what he's doing. He's a great coach and he knows how to control a defense. He's been a major facet of the defense since Neil Brown got here. And he was a major part of the defense continuing to be great last year after they fired Vic Koenig for his issues Mm -hmm. off the field. And so I think Leslie is more than capable to keep the defense in line. And let's not downplay it. I mean, Leslie is also still a great uh, recruiter. Oh, yeah. He's just not a a die level. A die level level is unprecedented, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, though, I, I think he steps into this role and makes the most of it. I think this defense, even though they lost um, a lot of big names from last year, I think they, they should be able to stay around that same spot that they were at a year ago. And, you know, I, I have full faith in Jordan Leslie to do that. Great. So I'm going to be now moving on with you, Nick. You wrote a great story covering WVU's upcoming year in the offensive line, which when we were discussing this, you referred to as one of the weaker links in college sports. So I'm going to first ask you, why did you decide to write a story covering the offensive line of WVU? Well, for the last couple of years, the offensive line has probably been the weakest spot on the team for West Virginia. And uh, and this year, I feel like it, it has been much improved. You know, they got three new studs really um I, gu- I guess you could say if they're that good why can't you name them well i can give me oh, a second sorry. i was about to i guess you could say <laughs> frazier's not technically new he played a good amount last yeah. year uh but i still consider him new considering he's very young but then you get wyatt millam and doug Nestor in and these guys are both four stars something this offensive line hasn't had in a while so I, I think they can be day one starters, and I, and I think that the change in dynamic for this team, or for this unit, really makes it an interesting thing to talk about and write about. So off the bat of your story, you mentioned some na- new names coming to WVU football that are going to make waves on the offensive line. I was going to ask you, you mentioned a couple of them, to call out some of the specific names that Mountaineer fans should really watch out for on that offensive line. Yeah, so 
Uh, at the left tackle position, you got Brandon Gates. Um, that that is the most important position on an offensive uh, offensive line. Some say on a whole football team. Uh, if he can develop the way that it sounds like he has, I think he's going to be set in that left tackle position, and he's going to be a great addition for this team. I think you got Doug Nestor and Zach Frazier at uh, right guard and center. That's a great combination of just leaders for this team. Nestor coming in from Virginia Tech. Uh, then at right tackle, right now, according to the depth chart, Parker Moore uh, ha- holds the position. Uh, it's still a battle, though, between him and Wyatt Millen, the freshman, uh, to, to see who, who gets that spot going forward. That'll be something interesting to watch out for. All right, awesome. So you mentioned in your story that WVU's offensive line has been weaker in past years. What has changed, and what are the main factors that have caused this change in projection? I, I think what's really changed it is you know, obviously you got to start with these new guys that are coming in, but also just the guys that are still there have been working with each other now for a while, and they're, you know, feeling it out and really getting a feel for each other. And the better the unit works as a as one unit instead of five individuals, the better they will play. And I think they are really working towards being a unit and not individuals. All right, awesome. And one final question for the both of you. You're the sports editor and the assistant sports editor. You oversee most of what is going into the special edition of the paper. What is just one thing that both of you could say off the top of your heads that Mountaineer fans should look forward to or be excited about um, this coming season coming back to WVU football? I I think Jared Daigie, to me, is something that Mountaineer fans should be looking forward to. I think this year he gets over the hump and becomes a solid quarterback for West Virginia. So that's my answer to that question. And I think they need to look forward to what Lenny Brown did last year and how he's going to continue being, if not the best running back in the Big 12, one of the best in the country. So I think the offense is a big storyline to follow. Nick mentioned Jarrett Daigie. He's going to continue to get better, but the offense flows through Letty Brown, word of mouth from Neil Brown. So I think Mm -hmm. you focus in on Letty Brown and the West Virginia rushing attack. Go Mountaineers now! Thank you guys for joining me. To read the full stories talked about in today's episode, pick up the copy of the special edition of The DA on September 4th or visit thedaonline.com. That's all for now, Mountaineers. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the DA Digest. The DA Digest releases new episodes every Thursday. You can stream the DA Digest on thedaonline.com or wherever you stream podcasts.